Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. We're keeping you in the loop with the guitar community. This episode is brought to you by a stuffy nose. I've got stuffy nose. I've been doing a sinus irrigator, but not really. That'd be crazy if we got like sponsored by a company that did something weird like that. Like the the effects loop neti pot. Oh. Have you ever used one of those? Neti pot, yeah. I've never used one. I I mean meaning to. Yeah. No, no. So like the sinus irrigator I've got, it's like a neti pot on steroids. Nice. So it like shoots. Does it have like it does it like I've seen ones that are like in a syringe? So like you don't Uh, have to like tilt your head all crazy and do a crazy pour. You can just do like a good shot um so the yeah this like just shoots the water through your uh sinus cavity yeah like so it has like some type of a pump or something to kind of yeah shoot it. it's got a pump and it's got like a dick tip <laughs> like it literally looks like oh the so head. it's comfortable for you with something near your mouth like yeah that. okay yeah it doesn't go in my mouth it goes in my nose but um you know that's another hole that we can explore no honestly <laughs> like the first time i did it i was not expecting as much power that came from it <laughs> and like i, I from I told, your past work experience you think you're used to that i was i was like no wonder girls hate when that happens i was like that that sucked I was like, I, when you're not prepared for a shot the nose and it just happens you know you're just like oh god <laughs> my parents listen you. to this no they don't they if your don't, parents are listening my parents subscribe to our and they'll be listening oh to like God. something from NPR or something like highbrow and then this will come on as they're driving together yeah. in their car episode so, title mom, I, mom and sorry, dad mom. please don't listen to this one <laughs> i'm so sorry that that's the episode title now <laughs> mom and dad please don't listen to this <laughs> writing it down oh boy <sighs> so uh what's new with you john <laughs> um other than nothing you know the fact that you clearly have covid and we're practicing social distancing is that the term for it yeah social distancing as a podcast we're still enforcing that did you know that the postal service uh will send you four free covid tests at home covid tests yeah they've done that twice now you're actually able to get eight oh okay i didn't know about it and i just got some covid tests i might want to take one you sure i don't think i got covid I've just had a, also I've if just, you have insurance you can go and if you have health insurance you should be able to just go to a store buy some and send them in send yeah. in the receipt and get a reimbursement because i have a check right here from Aetna for ones i bought before my nice. insurance ended at my last job Very like, nice. I, I still have a health insurance but i just haven't used it with my new one because i have tons of covid tests laying around still yeah but yeah, i take one like once every other week just to be like safe what if i do the covid test on air it, they take 15 minutes we could do a COVID test on air and also like it depending on which one you got um the ones i got from the government one were like kind of complex like i had to read yeah. the instructions a lot more versus like mm-hmm. the ones i buy at a drugstore are like way simpler they're out in the car so let's see if my son checks his phone you, you really I shouldn't be leaving them in your car well okay it's the same thing like the, yeah the post office delivered them all to us but they all froze and so like i've been pretty sure i got bad results from one of them okay. no i mean like 
I'm, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had COVID, but at the same time, like, yeah, I just, I, I'm suspect of the ones that were in the mail that I got in like, um, February and January. Those things sketch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of sketch, this episode is brought to you by Patreon supporters, um, patreon.com slash the effects loop. Uh, you go there, you give us money once a month. Makes us happy. What do you get? Do, do do we give anything back to Patreon listeners that uh, makes them special and unique? I can start making them gold stars. We already have an existing program for all this, John. Oh no, no. Should we start a program where you get a handwritten note? All new subscribers get a handwritten note from John. I would do that, and it it winds up being like Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So it's like half words and pictures because you're illiterate <laughs> wow because you don't know how fucking letters work that's pretty much that's like actually speaking of not knowing how letters work when was the last time you mailed something like made a letter wrote out an address put a stamp on it when was the last time you did that well, I mean, I ship pedals, so that doesn't but that doesn't count. You're talking about actually, like, but you go to like the, the post office to do that. So basically, someone does yeah. it for you. No, I mean, I do. Oh, do you use the machine? Long. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I print. Well, labels, I print labels at home, but like it's the same thing. Like I still not like filling out. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> I went to fill one out the other day, and I was like, "Wait, does the stamp go on the right or the left side?" Top right. Yeah, but I like I forgot. I just. I haven't done it in so long. Who the fuck's illiterate now, motherfucker? That has no, nothing kidding. to do with reading. I don't know. <laughs> You're the one who associated it. Well, not knowing how letters work was a play on words. Oh. You get it now? Yeah. Are you going to tell me that you sent envelopes around? Or envelopes What's new with you, around? Scott? Oh. What the fuck's new with you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Nothing. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> still not buying gear. Still waiting yeah. for uh, an invoice to get something back. Should be here soon. I don't know when. Any day now. My mom's calling. Should I answer it on air? Sure. All right. Does your mom know about me? Hello? Hey. Hey, I'm recording the podcast, so you're on the you're on the podcast right now. Well, hello, podcast. Okay, I'll see you later. All right. Was was? Are you just driving to Alabama? I'm driving. Yeah, I just needed somebody to talk me through for a little while. Oh, great. Now I'm going to sound like a horrible jerk on the podcast. No, no, not at all. Not okay. at all. Have uh, Jude call me. All right, I'll have Jude call you. I love you. Love you, bye. Bye. There we go. Did you hear any of that? I heard all of it. That's cute. Oh, I did the same thing. Like, so my dad used to do the same thing with me. He'd call me whenever he's driving, mm-hmm. um, which was great when, like, especially when I was in college, because like I was actually like free at like two in the afternoon. So those calls were great. Um, yeah. And now I do like the same thing to them now. Like yeah. anytime I'm driving somewhere, because <laughs> um, I don't drive to work anymore. So like I, I kind of I haven't had that time in like a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But I used to call him when I'm just driving home because like. It'd be like six my time, so they're in Michigan, so it'd be seven. They're just they're done with dinner, yeah. And I'm just like coming home, and so it was like it was always a good chance to kind of talk to them. 
I usually call my mom on my way, on my way home from work, but that's usually like uh, 2.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. Good so, time to call them. Yeah. She's retired. So, yeah, if she you're listening to this, to call your parents if they're still alive. Yeah, what the... F- well, yeah, call your mom or your dad or or someone. You know what? Call someone. Call Write them a letter. About. Write them a letter. Stamp goes on the top right. You know, I actually have a few friends that think I'm weird because I will call them when I yeah. like want to catch up. Because like I, I call people for work, so like it's it's such a natural thing for me to like just pick up the phone and just call somebody. Where I understand yeah. like people who like people who are younger than us find that rude. Apparently, what? Yeah, it's like rude to call somebody now. Okay. In, in like Gen, apparently. Um, oh, that's weird. And like I, I have friends that are like Scott doesn't like texting. He'll just call you. I'm like if you if we're having a conversation like three back and forth and we're trying to determine something. I lose patience with yeah. text messages. I just call you to get the conversation done. I'll call if there's like someone of if it feels like there's a miscommunication going on. Yeah, which for sure. It's texting. There's always miscommunication going on. Especially if I feel like or if I'm like getting like pissed off, like I feel like someone's being a smartass or I think I sound like a smartass, I'll call and be like, "Hey, like let, clarify here, let's just tone talk. and yeah." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't being a jerk. I was just like trying to tell you this. Scott does this thing where he puts K and like I associate K with someone being short and pissy, and sometimes oh. it is Scott being short and pissy, but sometimes it's not. I'm not that short and pissy with you, so I'm sorry I, about that. No, it's I'm. <laughs> all right, this is couples therapy on the air. Yeah. No, no, no. It's just no. It's it's what I'm. It's like so. Like my previous relationship was that was whenever I was yeah. mad or whenever she was mad. It was it was just K. So I should more respond more often with like sounds good instead of K. Or even okay is better. Huh. I never write okay. See, and that's the thing. But like I said, that was just that was just programmed into me from a previous relationship. Yeah, but now that I'm aware of it, I'll modify my behavior. Yeah, but you don't need to modify your behavior just because of uh, like my But I do previous because I know now that I know how you interpret what I do, I should modulate my behavior. So that I clearly uh, communicate at your level what you need to hear and what I want to communicate to you. That's what an emotionally healthy person does. Yeah. Without taking offense to it. True. Well, that's uh, Scott and I work on our relationship. We just had a real breakthrough moment here, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what we should do? We should get pizza to celebrate. (laughs) Okay. All right. So nothing new for either of us, right? That's what we've come to. All right, uh, all right. So, so I, I moved all my pedals off of my shelf, and they were so dusty. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's the worst. I yeah, I'm still ex- I'm exploring new dusting options for my house. This is a new thing. Um, Scott's <laughs> corner. No, actually, so like I, I've been spying stuff. It's just like, um, I don't know about you, but during quarantine and working from home for four years, I kind of got a little fatter. Um, and I'm now that I'm going into an office again, I'm like, ah, my dress shirts are a little tight. Maybe I should buy some oh, new ones. So yeah. I just bought like nine new dress shirts. So like, yeah, I'm spending money. It's just, it's going to other things. So I got that and a new pair of Nikes. I'm kind of looking forward to the Nikes. They're going to oh, look nice. sweet. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, I dive into some news, uh, yeah. some guitar gear that Scott will probably not buy, but. Well, yeah, there's a lot. This was kind of a slow week on actual gear. Like, it's been kind of crazy. I but mean, some of these are actually pretty big deal things, though. It's um, kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um. So, Keely announces the Moon Op Amp Fuzz. Which, 
<sighs> okay. So we, we've established multiple times the op amp muff is my favorite muff. Yeah. It's my favorite variant because Smashing Pumpkins. Just mm -hmm. flat out. So is that what this is? This is more Pink Floyd kind of thing, but yeah. But that's the same pedal, isn't it? Yeah. So but what makes this unique? It looks like there's a unique filter control on this thing. I, I'm going in blind here. There's a um, switch, and there's like three symbols, and I'm not understanding. Yeah, it's got it. a three-position toggle offering a fat, a mid-boosted, or mid-scoop tone shift. So you've got nice. your tone shifts there, and then you've got your filter knob. Okay, and the filter um, will be the high-end crazy thing. So fuzz level yeah. that. This might be the op-amp fuzz for me. This I want I bet it's not expensive. Keely's been keeping everything pretty cheap. Yeah, 149. That's reasonable, very reasonable. Huh. This is um I mean, and Keely's always Keely's had great fuzzes. I mean, huh. the fuzz head. It it could be considered a heavily modified rotten apple or dark side. Okay. Cuz the dark side was the pink Floyd one. Right, right, it right. Had a reverb was, in it, right? Yeah, it was a fuzz, and it f was followed by modulation. You could pick oh, modulation, okay? Yeah, and I had the dark side of the moon, like prism thing yeah. on it, which still looks gorgeous. The, all this yeah, time. what is that called? The color prism, the color uh, spectrum prism. Yeah, it's the electromagnetic spectrum, but it was it's the visible light okay. portion of it. Yeah, Roy G. Biv. Yeah. The Prindle. The things we remember. The weird things that like stick with us from school. Roy G. Biv has stuck with me all these years. I don't, that's how you remember what the letters that's how you remember what colors are in order. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. I've never heard that. Roy G. Biv. That's how I remember it. That's interesting. Did you come up with that or did someone teach you that? Oh, I learned that in school. Yeah, that was that was something that was taught. Huh. That's weird. So it's what it's red, orange, yellow, green, mm -hmm. bl blue, mm -hmm. indigo, violet. Yep. See how quickly you're retaining that. Yeah, that's interesting. Or it's like uh, my other favorite one was uh, I can remember kingdom, phylum, order, genius, species. Oh, yeah. Uh, King Philip came over for Girl Scout cookies. I did, it has stuck with me my entire life. It's it's weird. Every good boy deserves fudge. Oh, I've heard that one too. Yeah. Face. Anyway. Um, so 149. <laughs> um, so a little more expensive than like the, the nano... The Nano, uh, Mike Matthews Company. Why am I blanking so badly on this? EHX. EHX. Wow. Yeah. After we just talked about how well I remember different, things from my childhood. Different new, you, you have different <laughs> mnemonics, and then it's like, EHX? <laughs> oh, sick. Oh, I just got what? a uh, gift certificate, a gift card for Dunkin' Donuts from uh the tech director at my church nice 50 bucks nice to ask him if he wants to give me a gift certificate for a pizza place mm. well so i'm i am notorious for this so one of the things i know um like everyone has to get at church at like 6 15 right to set up and keep going so right. um 
one uh not a lot of coffee places are open before seven on sundays mm-hmm. the dunkin donuts by me is so nice. i always stop there on my way in and like show up with a coffee and um i learned very early on that if i buy like donut holes or donuts yeah everyone's in a better mood the entire day just well, by like yeah. having having something to snack on in the green room or something like that so I'm I'm known. I've never I br- seen an, I bring donuts every time I play at church. I've never seen an angry person eating donuts. You don't know a lot of cops. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's not anger. That's just pure blooded racism. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Oh. 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 Oh, That's Jonathan Diaz no. drives a Ford oh, Escape yeah. in Knoxville. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's how to get your ass whipped one on one in the South. All right, listen. Hey, hey, we love NASCAR, but we love cops. All right. Sorry. All right. Court purchases Digitech and DoD with plans to invest in new features and products. Yeah. So we talked about this last week, uh, like how magically everything Digitech disappeared and everyone's all these orders were canceled and everyone's like what the heck's going on looks like they're in the process of finishing this acquisition um now court is definitely known as a, a guitar builder a pretty decent guitarist like i'm pretty sure my prsse was made by court for example yeah. um but uh do they have much experience in the pedal <laughs> and or amp market i'm not sure is Digitech in the amp market? No, but I'm just electronics in general. Because like you can you can build guitars without really touching electronics the entire time. Um, I don't know if they make pedals or anything like that, but I mean, if you, it feels like it would be hard for them to mess up because they're really good at just have, do, making what people tell them to make. So all they have to do well, is get the instrument. And if I recall correctly, a lot of Digitech stuff was made overseas already. Right. So you just work with the overseas builders and right. under the new licensing and everything like that. Yep. Which so I'm really excited because I really wanted a ricochet. Yeah. And I'm glad that, that uh, that's not going to get all jacked up. Yeah, you got the drop, you got the ricochet, the whammy's still popular. I, I would love to see a new version of the whammy that's a little different form factor, you know, so. Yeah. Which I guess the ricochet and a lot of those kind of are, but. Yeah, I'm 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 excited to see that. Well, one one someone's picking up the brand because clearly there's value there, um, and are going to run with it. So, mm-hmm. and it's Court. They they it's an established company. It's not like two dudes bought the name, and they got to figure their mm-hmm. life out. Like the, we'll probably see something here within the year, um, of some stuff. So, good yeah. on them. Looking forward to seeing what comes. Yep, this would be uh, pretty awesome. So I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of change going on with Digitech in general. So Yeah, but it might mean an end of the crazy cheap pedals. New. Oh, yeah. All the specials trying to get rid of the uh, stock. Cleaning out stock. But that also explains a little bit of like they were trying to clear out stock. That There it is, you know? Yeah. Because they were well, probably liquidating their warehouses and all that kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Cool, well, cool. Uh, another brand that we've been covering uh, quite a bit lately, KMA Machines. Uh, they uh, have the new, or has the Fuzzly Bear 2. Do you remember Fuzzy Bear 1? No. Uh, I, do like, I do like the artwork on this pedal. Well, so it's 
the fuzzy bear. Hmm. Because we we've been talking about the worm. We keep talking about the worm too, and I still haven't bought a worm, so there's that. I I should start following the worm on Reverb. I'll probably pull the trigger on one at some point. Um, yeah. <laughs> excuse me. Uh, so this is a silicon fuzz, right? It appears to be. Appears to be. Um, gets with a little bit of a pseudo octave effect when they dime it, and gives it kind of a trumpety vibe. Apparently. Um, yeah. Hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah. So still quite reasonable in terms of price point and whatnot. We'll be out all major retailers. The eyes glow. Uh, I like it when they make the eyes glow. That always looks good. They do good stuff with their LEDs. Yes. They they have great looking pedals. Their graphic design has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. So if this is your kind of thing, you're looking for another vibe of fuzz. I mean, because the, the other thing is like so many fuzzes are so different. You just got to play one. Mm-hmm. You just got to play them all until you find the ones you love. So Gotta catch them all. Fuzz pedals. <laughs> Sorry. That's my Pokemon reference for the day. I understood that reference. Yeah. Uh, there's a bowling team that moved in upstairs again. Mm. Yeah, I, I constantly have a thing with the, the dude upstairs where I'm just like, what in the world? What are you even doing? What are you dropping or slamming? That is creating mm-hmm. such an effect. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't have a good segue. Charvel debuts the limited edition Henrik Danhage. 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 Signature. <laughs> the yeah. Pro Mod SoCal. I don't know HS who that is. FRM. Evergrey? Mm, never heard of him, but I do like that it's a reverse headstock. Super Strat style. That's relict. Yeah, it so looks you, great. you got a humbucker in the bridge and a single coil on the neck. Yep. Locking nut. Floyd Rose style terminal. This is a heavy relic. Yeah. Extremely heavy relic. Um, like there's less paint. There's more exposed wood than paint at this point. Yeah, one knob. One knob. One knob, and it's in the the far away spot. It's not, it's not right, the it's normal as far away spot. as you can get. Yeah. Adios. Adios. Um. So at seventeen hundred dollars. Um, it's not horrible. No, it's not great. No, I mean it's pretty consistent with the Charvel pricing. Yeah. It's got a Seymour Junkin JB TB four. I didn't realize there were that much um, variety to the Duncan JB at this point, but not surprising either. And then it's got DiMarzio Area 67 in the neck. Um, uh, The the pickups are actually selected by a push-pull because there's no pickup knob either. Yeah. There's no switch, nothing like that. Yeah. Interesting. So you can't blend the two together. Yeah. It's one or the other, buddy. Hmm. Very interesting. You're only controlling the volume. That's it, yeah, it's it's a weird setup, but I mean I have a feeling it would be fun. It's not enough to think about. Or it, it's not a lot to think about, so that's the thing. But while we're talking about weird setups 
Utar Center has finally added a G to their logo. Wait, wait. So Itar Center is now selling what? They're now selling guitars. That's interesting. Um, what are they going to do with all the guitars? I don't know, man. Jude, call Mimi. She's driving to Alabama and she's bored. All right. Love you. But I have enjoyed, There's it has been the source of many memes this week. Um, Bandroom666 <sighs> did a good one on it. Um, oh, gosh. I'm sli- I'm really disappointed in Guitar Center for just, that's literally like falling to peer pressure. And I mean, when a brand is struggling, the first thing it should do is spend a lot of money rebranding but not really changing their brand that much. No, no, no. Just if you could move that guitar over and put a G there. All right, yeah. that's like five hundred million dollars. Like, okay. Well, so how many? They have what a hundred plus stores. Yeah. Those signs are not cheap. Installing them—that's probably twenty grand a store. Oh yeah. So, um, so it's a major expense for branding a, a very established thing. Do you think there was someone in this meeting going, hey, listen, I know why sales are down. Why is that, Bob? Well, people don't know what we sell. That Millenn- doesn't look like a G. That's, well, look, millennials look at all these just complaints. don't like it. So we need to get, you know, we need to get Gen Z in, in here, you know. Um, this is like, this really feels like, like they were bullied for no fucking reason. And now the bullies are like, holy shit. We were just kind of kidding. I mean, what, what's kind of fun is so they've changed the font entirely. So it is a yeah. more modern font. But, but not, not. And they changed not, the guitar. The guitar is actually different now, too. It's fucking stupid. Um, Sorry. That's and now it's, tra- I feel. I feel now like it's a trademark a instead of, of a registered logo. So, I mean, there's, you know, a lot such, of updates here. Such, such a waste of money there's a pinned tweet in here where they start using examples of other brands using the guitar as a G. So like Olive Garden, Gilmore Girls, and then the U S Naval station, Guantanamo Bay. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's been a fun week for memes about that. Um, Yeah. It's just, Oh my gosh. What are we doing people? I don't know, but you know, you know what Game Changer's doing? They're actually getting it where you can buy the Bigsby pedal. Yeah, finally. After two plus years of teasing this thing. Yeah. It's finally uh it's finally for sale. It's I remember when it came out, I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And then I'm like, I'm probably gonna be at a price point. I just can't do. And yeah. Da, da, How much is it? Like four hundred? Uh yeah, probably let's find it in freedom dollars here because i'm i've seen it a bunch of places um okay game changer i've clicked on four links to say buy it now and now i'm finally at 379 dollars then you probably have to pay shipping on top of that fuck that i mean it it looks good good on them i mean Cool use of an actual Bigsby to, to make it work. Um, yeah. Or at least like a pseudo Bigsby to make it work. Like, you know, cool job. But uh, it's a no for me, dog. It's already sold out. Already on back order. 
They're about two weeks back ordered right now, so it's not that bad. But yeah, I still want to try the light pedal. I still haven't had a chance to actually get my hands. Yeah, on. there's a lot of game changer stuff I want to mess with, but like this is just expensive. I mean, but that's game changer. Nothing they've ever done has been cheap. That's true. But you know, the like the the plus pedal, put them on the map. Like that was their, their first thing. They didn't. That wasn't them though, was it? They yeah. bought that. No, no, yeah. no, no. So they came up with that, um, sure? and then became Game Changer. Oh, uh, okay. Like it was just kind of a like friends, and they were at like some Nam trumpet booth, showing it, and then like you know word spread around Nam that they had something cool, and they they figured out their branding. They've had this very Tarantino esque vibe um, mm-hmm. with all their branding and stuff like that. But um, yeah, keep going, guys. Keep doing cool stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm liking them. Um, and then finally, Gene Simmons' first signature Gibson G2 Thunderbird bass is here. Um, actually, I think it's supposed to be G squared. Maybe not G2. I don't know how you're supposed to say it. Um, but this Thunderbird bass comes in the slate gray with white binding, white pickguard, and black hardware with unique logo. Uh, the split diamond um, inlays um, has I saw hardware on it and I skipped past it. Graftech Nat, Hipshot Mini Clover Tuners, Hipshot Bass Bridge. Um, and then comes up at $2,800. Yeah. Not crazy for a signature Gibson. No, it's not. I just I put it on here because f- fuck it, but I just so, want to let Gene Simmons know no one really cares. Well, so does Gene Simmons like? I assume he's still going to keep playing the um, the axe bases that he had. Yeah. Because oh, he'll pay. He it's just wherever the money is. Well, no. So those axe bases, he has a new one for every show, or at least he did this for a while. Yeah. And there was always an auction. Yeah. To, to have that night's one and like the money would go to charity and stuff. So I'm not going to knock the guy there, but and also, are you sure it went to charity? I think at least some of it went to charity, like proceeds went to charity or something like that. So yeah, I don't trust Gene Simmons. No, no, he seems like such a reputable guy and you know, Oh yeah. Nothing, nothing shady about his entire existence. No. I mean, he, Gene Simmons would sell anything he can put the Kiss name on or his name on. So yeah, and they kind of get away with it. I mean, like Kiss has been merchandise from the very beginning. Merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, that was probably the best bit in Spaceballs. After all, no, this time. the best bit, the best bit will always be coming the desert, sir. Oh. We ain't found shit. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Um, that was probably my favorite. Is the coming the desert scene? All right. What's this? Oh my gosh! I need to stop moving this mic. I'm antsy yes, today. Yes, you do. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Fine. All right, the Fender Final Fantasy Strat, Final Fantasy 14. Here's my question. Mm-hmm. How many Final Fantasies are there if it's the Final Fantasy? 
Well, it's just the, the 14th final? part of the Final Fantasy, right? I mean, how many Final Fantasy games have there been? I'm guessing 14. I just down I downloaded Final Fantasy 7 on my phone like three months ago, and I still haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. The Final Fantasy I enjoyed the most was Mystic Quest. I've only played one. Looks like there's and that a was your Final Fantasy. Oh. Man, there's a lot here. Yeah. There's a lot here. I remember, like, Final Fantasy VII was, like, the game of, like, PlayStation, wasn't it? I don't know. I never played PlayStation. I didn't either. Like, so I've never played so, it. Like, so when I saw it yeah, for, like, $7 on my phone, I was like, all right, I'll try it. And then I just, I don't want to spend that much time in my phone. Like, I know the minute I play that game, it's going to be an hour. You know? So I'm like, I'm just yep. not getting into it right now. So I just keep sitting there. And that was, you know, money I wasted. Yeah. Speaking of money wasted, this episode's been brought to you by our Patreons. Uh <laughs> wow, that's very true. Money wasted. Um, yeah, if you go to patreon.com slash the effects you can waste money too. Don't just buy a game and never play it on your phone. Give us the money because and never listen to this podcast. Yeah, because we're more responsible <laughs> with it than you are. Except for Scott, who buys money spends money on games and just never plays them. <laughs> The, you know the amount of money i've spent on video games over the last couple of years has been like 50 dollars in total over like I was seven say it's years. pretty minute yeah yeah i think i bought star wars starfighter or whatever that was called the, oh they just released star wars uh the force unleashed for switch oh i got it for free no force unleashed is not the one i got for free uh okay. there was something what jedi outcast no whatever the more recent one was where they created a new character oh I got for free for oh. Amazon for having Amazon Prime. They gave away a free game. I've downloaded That's it weird. to my Windows partition on my computer, and I have not opened. I haven't even booted Windows in like three months to load it. Wow! Again, it's that three-hour thing. I'm like, I know the minute I start playing a video game, it's going to be three or four hours, and I just can never commit to that. It's like, you know how like you can spend. You, you spend like 20 minutes scrolling through like Netflix or whatever. And you're like, oh, I don't want to start a movie. I don't want to be here for two hours. And then you've watched and then like, you spend two hours. Tr- well, or you spend two hours trying to figure out what you want to watch. And you're or, like, if you or you start watching a show it. and you watch five episodes of it. Entourage. Entourage. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. the way the mind yeah. works, man. Yeah. I know exactly that feeling. Cause I do that all the time. That's yeah. Entourage. I'm just, even Scott's like you're tearing through. I'm I'm on seasons. I'm almost done with season six. Well, only There's one of their seasons. seasons was actually long. Yeah, where they did well, like the uh, half season thing. Yeah, I think that was either five or three. There was three A three B or five A five B. That was the Medellin like season, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And Scott, if you uh, are a patron supporter, you can listen to Scott spoil part of uh, Entourage for me. Oh, is that, is that the Patreon up? I thought that was in the main I'm pretty app. sure. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was in the Patreon app. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Is, that, that's more half-shadowing. I'm going to make that yeah. a word. I am definitely making that a well, word. I don't, I don't think it's going to stick. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not going to stick to your aft. Oh, my gosh. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to this episode. We don't have a topic this week. We could have. So, we just chose not to. Diaz is burning out. 
Diaz is really fucking tired. Diaz had so like every day this week I've had multiple call outs. Like Friday, I had uh, I was I had nine people scheduled, only six showed up. That's yeah. exhausting. We're starting to I mean, even like at like the professional world's I mean, everyone is hiring and everyone's short staffed, but like Yeah. It's it's kind of getting a little scary for us too. Um like yeah. on Friday, I was the only guy in the office. Wow. But I mean, part of that's just everyone can work remote and it was supposed to rain on Friday and it, it did rain on Friday, but, um, I came in, I never turned the lights on. Oh, that would be amazing. I would love, you know, that's one of my favorite times of the day is when I get to work and there's no one there and all the lights are off and I just have peace and quiet. I don't have a customer ask me something really fucking stupid. Like, Hey, do you guys still have whoppers? Like, yeah, no shit. Or like, hey, are you guys serving lunch at nine o'clock in the morning where all my breakfast menu because I have digital menus, the only thing being shown is breakfast. Or whenever people walk in at nine thirty and all you can see on the menu is breakfast, and they're like, Hey, are you guys serving breakfast? And I look at the menu and then I look at them and then I look at the menu and I look at them and I go, Yeah. Do you guys do breakfast all day like McDonald's do? Fuck no. Okay. Cause apparently no. that was like amazing for McDonald's uh mcdonald's stopped that did they stop it again during covid there was some, there were oh. a lot of mcdonald's stopped doing breakfast all day huh. a lot of places have just they've scaled back their menus what? burger king's in the middle of doing that too well they get too wide and so, you you run into delivery issues or you need to have too many people bet in the back of the house well that's like we they're talking about so you know how like the new hand-breaded chicken stuff Oh, yeah, huge. the labor on those things has got to be ridiculous. There is 29 steps in making a hand-breaded chicken sandwich. 29 steps from start to finish to make one sandwich. That's a lot. 29 steps. So they're talking about getting rid of that. Hmm. But we'll see what happens there. I mean, everyone makes a chicken sandwich now, too. So, like, it's such right. a and that was the thing. market. The, but the problem is, is ours is one of the better ones. It, uh, yeah, I would definitely say it is one of the better ones of the fast food. So world. even, even uh, what is it? Uh, Mythical Monday morning. Don't know what whatever that is. it's called. Uh, Rhett and Link. Don't the know two what personalities. Um, Facebook, TikTok, all that. Um, they did, and they they tested. They like blind taste tested. Uh, all the hand-breaded chicken sandwiches and Burger King got rated number one by them. I went to Chick-fil-A on Tuesday. I went to Chick-fil-A for lunch today. I, yes. Underwhelmed. <sighs> really underwhelmed by it. Mm. It's definitely not in the same category as other hand-breaded sandwiches that are out right now. Yeah. Uh, it does not have the crunchiness that a lot of people have started to look for. Um, it has the flavor, though. It was my fine. Opinion. It was fine. I maybe I need to figure out what my order is there. I I enjoy their nuggets compared to a lot. The of nuggets are amazing. Nuggets are amazing. The sandwich um, I was underwhelmed by. What did you get? Just a regular spicy deluxe. Ah, uh, yeah. And so, I think actually part of it is the like I shouldn't add cheese to it, and I might like um, it more. So I actually get just the regular chicken sandwich. Add pepper jack cheese. So all my sandwich has on it is pepper jack cheese and pickles. It's delicious. I don't add mayonnaise or anything like that. If I take off the tomato, it would probably I'd probably like it better too. So I used to get the deluxe, and I don't care for it any, any, anymore. Yeah, there we go. Um, 
But yeah, just yeah, the whole like there's not a lot of Chick-fil-A's and so it's always busy. And like yeah. it's just kind of an ordeal to like drive through, do the drive through there. Um just where it's located, the one in my neighborhood is just yeah. crazy. So it's like only when I'm getting off the highway and like if the timing is right, will I go? Because you have to be on. Are, is it like I? Well, I'm I'm not on that side of the road, so I ain't dealing with it. There's a bit of that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's I understand. At, that it's definitely. at this very busy intersection between Elston, Fullerton, and Damon, um, which are all major streets of Chicago at a six-way intersection that they like change the intersection. So now like there's like a bypass kind of thing. So it's like two or three lights all in quick like all synced up and in quick succession to move people. So it's not, it's not the nightmare it used to be, but it's still just a really high trafficked area. And that sounds like an emo album. Not the nightmare it used to be. Not the nightmare it used to be. Um, Hell yeah. I'm call call it. I want that as an emo album. I was going to say, we should give that to Ian's band. Um, yes. Oh, let's charge him for it. 30 cents. That's all he can afford. Well, I actually, they, they just invested a lot of money working with the producer this week. So hopefully that oh, turns really? into something really cool. Yeah, they were working with Matt Squire. Never heard of him. Apparently he's produced a bunch of stuff. Ian sends me this thing of a Les Paul gold top. I think it's an ESP Les Paul. So what's where are those mm-hmm. eclipses? Yeah. And he's like, dude, this thing's been on so many records. I'm going to play it on our song. And I'm like, Ian, I've been telling you for six months, you want to bring a Les Paul to record your punk pop band. Yeah. He's like, no, I want to get like that blink sound. I'm like, exactly. Those were with the Les Paul. yeah yeah he played the strat live but like the les paul was the more of the album yeah i think maybe one of their albums had his signature strat on it because then he switched to that es yeah the 335 which again is a paf so or well it's a duncan invader on that one isn't it the invader was on his signature strat i know for sure i think it was on his signature epiphone too probably or gibson whatever um so, so so many kids are just raging right now of 30 year olds because that like that was like their influential influential guitar player and was not for me at all uh my buddy so i'm waiting for my buddy chris to message me on that one because uh him and i are both big blink fans but he probably knew more about the gear i enjoyed blink like the whole time i enjoyed blink when a2 i love the records but like i it, he's not the guitar god for me no it's not no, like how i the... hate my chemical romance no like the thing is is like he uh he played the riffs that we were able to play you know yeah I, it was a guitar to same thing with green day it was a guitar to learn off of like one of the first yeah. songs i learned how to play was when i come around like that was that was one of the first couple ones um yep. speaking of which the guy from my chem does he have a signature oh. gibson um i know frank had a signature epiphone okay that seems like just such a natural signature gibson at this point now that millennials are starting to have some money Mm, yeah probably i feel like they need to redo the dave girl dg335 yeah do you think food fighters are gonna get back together or keep going honestly as much as taylor i don't know taylor I, I, really made that band in a lot of ways um taylor was the, the ability for i mean taylor was dave's like musical counterpart 
So you think Dave will play drums on the next album? Because I, I, in no ways do I think Dave Grohl's done writing. That guy's so prolific. But um, I don't think he's done writing. I think he's. Oh gosh, Mike down, Mike down. We're super aware of it right now. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. That was an accident. Um, I think Dave's writing for the. I think Dave's done writing for the Foo Fighters. You think so? I think the Foo Fighters are going to slowly. I, th- I would assume that they might do like a send off have someone fill in for him and and that's it well because they just had they were just they're starting touring on a new album so right i i could see them finishing the tour with with like guest drummers but it's really tough because taylor so kind of in the sense kind of like what happened with nirvana in the sense of dave wasn't always their drummer but mm-hmm. he's who you think of. And I think the same is going to be for Foo Fighters. Taylor wasn't always the drummer, but he's who you think of. Well, I mean, like Chris Shiflett wasn't always there. Wasn't always player. a guitar player, but he's who you think of. Yeah. Even, uh, why can't I, I can, I can see his face. Or Fleetwood I Mac. I mean, think about that one. Lindsey yeah. Buckingham is no longer their guitar player, but he's still the one you think of. Yeah. Oh, who, do, no. who do you want to see play drums? I can't. I couldn't imagine. Um, Mike Portnoy, uh, hmm. possibly. Um, I know it's it's kind of. I mean, I guess more along the lines because he filled in with Avenged Sevenfold so well hmm. and seemed kind of seamless. I think he could do the same for Foo Fighters. Uh, I'd love to see Jay Weinberg, Max Weinberg's son. Yeah. Who's he playing? Uh, he's he's he... playing for Slipknot right now. Okay. And he was with Against Me for a while too. Okay. So he can do the pop punk thing really well. Like that was, I I think that was the best era of Against Me. Travis Barker wouldn't be bad. Uh, Travis Barker sounds like Travis Barker on everything. I just don't know. But yeah. I, I can definitely see that happening. Totally can see that happening. Def- definitely. Travis, I, I'm more thinking the playing style with a lot of fills mm. um like that would work oh this makes me sad making me sad because like there's, guys, there's well, those natural you're... ones where it's like man it would be cool to see like steve jordan sit in but like at the same time would steve jordan really fit you know no no um oh the drummer for dave matthews band what's his name carter roford yeah, Carter. That would be an he, interesting. He doesn't. Ha- he doesn't hit. I don't hard think he ha- like that. Though. I was about to say he doesn't have the aggression. He doesn't have the aggression. And and that's part of what like what made Dave great was how hard he hit. And that was where Taylor really filled in too. Yeah. And like kind of, they have the same playing style where it's aggressive, but it's also extremely intricate. Yeah. And that's again why I think like a Jay Weinberg could work because like. You know, like Slipknot stuff is very technical and really hard hitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and it'd be he'd probably be like, "Hey, it's nice to slow down once in a while," because <laughs> like Slipknot yeah. stuff is ridiculous. Um, it would be cool to see uh, what's his name from Tool, Casey. Um, yeah, because he's a fantastic drummer. Um, yeah. 
I'm just trying to think of like drummers of the era too that would just fit. But yeah. I don't know. Huh. Write in the comments. Yeah. All right. Go to theeffectsloop.com and we've got links to all of our social media and everything like that. And you can just shoot us a message, make a comment, make a post, whatever you want to do, and let us know who you think would fill in very well for the Foo Fighters. Also go to patreon.com slash theeffectsloop and you can become a supporter of the show and become our best friends. Well, not best friends, but like acquaintances. Like where like sometimes we see you and we give you the nod, not the down nod, the up nod. So it's Ooh. a good nod. Yeah, we're doing yeah, up nod. nods. Nice. Yeah, what's up nod? It's mostly like up nod in here. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh also another perks of the patreon um all, at all levels you get the episode early and you get a bonus episode yeah you get your own Which... little special feed to, you know get that stuff you get the episode when it comes out mm-hmm. so like today uh april 23rd yeah um you'll get today's episode everyone else has to wait till wednesday so yeah don't that. be a loser that has to wait yeah just one dollar that's all it costs you get the episode early we're cheap yeah we just need more people to be patreon supporters so we can be like we've got we doubled our patron supporters last month we're up to four we're beyond four already but um it was a it was a fucking joke scott i know i just wanted to kill it all right guys just like your spirit well yeah just like my spirit looks <laughs> like i'm gonna do the, i'm gonna pull a freaking bambi's mom on this episode all right guys we'll see you next week bye bye Negativity always drawing out pictures and revisionized love. 
energized lives together, together. We undefeated. A plan to make weather's no gloves needed. When we weed into the mindset of achieving and believing in a community that remains happy. Never after, the world should be one. Hate annihilated, every heart is one. Love again. So. guys five dollar member one more five dollar member that's all it takes actually i think my dad would listen to our wings and wings he loves the west wing tell him to be a patron that's great all right uh, oh dude oh i i just i just finished the eric and aaron sorkin stuff too on entourage oh yeah he comes back he puts oh, himself really? a couple times yeah yeah, I, I just saw the one where uh, Gary Cole's character uh, signed him. He was in prison. Like in jail. <laughs> yeah, in jail. He's like in jail, crying, crying. Yeah. And Aaron Sorkin, yeah, I went through a divorce. And I get, all right, just make sure Ari doesn't fucking call me. <laughs> well, I love how he signs with the whole deal that Ari cannot fucking talk to him. I love it. <laughs> I totally... I totally plan on wiring up my board this weekend, but I don't see it happening. I really need to stop being fucking lazy and do it. You know, dude, how long has that specular Tempest been sitting on my shelf just waiting for me to install it on my big board? Yeah. But have you even played the the big sky yet? No, still in the box. Oh my gosh. Dude, I don't. The quad cortex is all set up. I show up every week. It's the same. Yeah. I'm locked in. I've been, I've been playing through all my guitars, though. So, like, I played, uh, I'm playing my Revolta this week. Nice. Yeah. But, uh, we took a song that I have this riff that I wrote in B flat and they moved it to E. And, yeah. There's a build where I go up and up and up. I actually used the 24th fret on mm-hmm. the high E string and went, I need to change this riff. <laughs> this is too high pitch. Yeah. This is going to hurt somebody. Like, so I gotta I gotta rewrite that riff before tomorrow. I fun, think I'm fun. just gonna move right. down twelve frets and it'll be fine. But yeah. All right, dude. All right. Well, um, I'm gonna hop off here and hang out right. with Jude some. I'm gonna order some pizza. I'll see you. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Later. <laughs>